Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Oh, it's a little nighttime action with Julie because we're now recording in the morning. For once, I, I know. know. We are, we're at 9 p.m. Canadian time. What time is that in America? Uh, it depends on where you are, but oh. also 9 p.m. Also 9 p.m. All right, good. To know. Yeah. Uh, How's it going? Sorry, this episode's coming a little late. We're obviously a little late. Half of us are traveling right now. Yep. So you know, it's summer. We got weddings to go to. We're not stuck inside the BB house. We got stuff to do. Yeah, I'm actually a little bit nervous. Peek inside the curtain. The timing of when BB usually ends, I might be just gone altogether. So we'll see if we (laughs) if we'll we'll cover the finale. But but we can wait to that. It's about the journey. It's not about the ending. So yeah. Um. Sunday we have an episode oh, previously so on. It's I watched this live, uh, so I had to watch the previously on, and I don't know. I didn't know how far back they go on the previously on. They were like previously oh, they get on. They it all in. Yeah. Paul was born in <laughs> yeah. Glendale, California, and no, so they went pretty far back, like explaining everything, and then Josh. So Josh wins uh, head of household on Thursday night, and. Right. We have we immediately uh, go to Mark, trying to clear the air with Josh and Elena as well. Like, hey, are, are, should we be in trouble this week? And Mark is like, I don't know, which means yes. <laughs> Josh, yeah, yeah. Well, what happens? So Elena immediately approaches Josh, yeah, and is like, "Am I going on the block?" And instead of issuing a standard. They're like, no, no, don't worry about it. Josh is like, it's time for celebration. We don't talk about that. <laughs> I think he said we'll see, actually. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Meatball cries immediately after after they were live on air. Meatball starts crying because he yeah. gets to get a letter from his mommy. Yeah. And then they're in, like, the have-not room. They're in one of the rooms, and they're like, yeah, so Mark came up to me and was like, am I safe, bro? And I was like... Yeah, whatever, jerk off motion, and Mark's like, I'm in the room. (laughs) That was, okay, so that was the little bit that we were talking about on Friday, the little bit I saw. Yeah, this was on the feeds right after, yeah. Yeah, this fight, and I'm glad that Alex copped to it in the diary room of like, I don't know, I was just trying to confuse him so that he doesn't catch on. So I was like, what are these two talking about? They're going in circles. Alex is is uh, frustrating. She's in a great spot right now, though. Yeah. So we have we have some. Uh, there's a little bit of stuff because no one really knows what's gonna happen right. with with Josh because he's kind of just like he's just been a barking dog. Woof woof, motherfucking <laughs> woof. He's just yeah. been a dog for Paul. So we're not really sure what he does, but the, they know he's a bit of a loose cannon as well. Paul is telling Josh what to do. Paul leaves the room. Right. Christmas is there. Christmas is going to start getting some airtime, and not because of the little jingle bell sound effect that happens whenever Finally. she scoots into a room. She's just Finally. like, "Hey, Josh, don't try to do anything Paul says," and gives him a little, gives him a little wink. Right. This. So this is something that's been going on in feeds, and now is um, now that she's getting airtime, maybe they'll explore it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, maybe we've talked about this before. Um, I don't know if it's that the drugs that she's on for her leg, which she should rightfully be on, good for her. I don't know if it's her just personality of who Christmas is, but Christmas is confusing. <laughs> Christmas can't make up her mind as to what she wants to do. 
I don't know if she thinks she's playing like a great game where she's just being confusing to everyone and agreeing with what everyone wants when they're in the room with them. But she doesn't. We haven't seen any diary sessions to really clarify what's going through her head. She doesn't talk to the cameras ever to like let us know what's going on. So I'm driven to believe it's just that she's like maybe a little like hazy and doped up and she's doesn't gotta, know. She's got to be careful because I understand what she's doing and and the 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 tides are turning against Paul. Like everyone's been wondering all summer, like when are people going right. to rise up? And it's happening yeah. right now. We have. Christmas, who's been very tight with Paul the whole game, being like, we we need to cut off the head at some point soon. We have, and we can talk about this, we have <laughs> Jessica and Cody, who we know at least Cody's staying this week. They yep. don't like Paul. They don't want him in the house. So there's going to, there's beginning to be some number, there's going to be uh, even some people who aren't on the same side who can agree to, in the next week or so, maybe get rid of Paul. But I think Christmas has to be careful because she is so close with him. And I don't know how – I don't know if she realizes how close people say Alex is to Paul, you know. So right. she has to be careful because, you know, she might be going home first. She, I think she says stuff like that. She broaches the topic and then immediately regrets it and goes so far in the other direction right back up Paul's butt. Uh it's not a good look. I want one or the other. I know she's being smart. She's trying to be tricky. She's trying to cover her tail. But, like, if Christmas wants to be this badass influential influencer, she's got to start using some of that pull and actually doing something. Because so far, it's not working. Um, we also have Josh kind of shortly after this confronting Elena and being like, yo, I want to put you up as a pawn or something like that. And his whole reasoning is that she voted to evict him a few weeks ago in a week where she didn't know what right. the plan was, was the plan was actually not to evict him. And she was kind of kept in the dark. I don't, I don't, I just don't know. I don't know if I buy totally. And maybe this is like what my strategy is as, as a player. I don't know if like, I totally want to vote out every single person who voted against, me, you know, like, I don't know. Right. If that's my strategy is like retribution. Like, yeah, she well, voted me. She voted me out, but, I'm, but I stayed in the like. Why can't I work with this person? Like, the person wasn't voting to right. evict me because I was like a jerk to them. Josh and Elena, I've seen on the feeds multiple times, have kind of like a jovial thing. He teases her. I think he has a bit of a crush on her as well. Like, for I, sure. Maybe that's why because she's because she's a, a woman who rejected him. He's got to you know he's yeah he's got to make like, if he Twitter can't have her, and, no one can. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, that was the thing. So I wanted to ask you this. I'm very fresh off the episode. Just watched it. Um, it's, it's, it's fertile in my mind. But I am still confused as to the, the conversations between Josh and Elena. Because it ends, the episode ended on him being like, are you serious? You're a liar. You just lied to me. And Elena being like, are you serious? When did I lie? Like, I'm confused too. I don't well, know what happened to make I'm, any of them think that anyone's lying. I'm really confused about this whole week. Like, we can even talk about what's <laughs> happened in the veto and the ceremony and stuff like that. I have yeah. no idea what's happening this week. I have no idea. Usually <laughs> I'm by Monday evening, which is what it is now. We know what's going on. We're yeah. like, you know what, There's X is going to happen, maybe Y is going to try and make a push to flip the vote or whatever. I don't, even, right. I don't even know what's happening right now. Because Josh, I think 
in this conversation, he's like starts blaming Elena for lying to him, but I think he's making that up. I don't really right. know. Paul's like, I want to keep Elena in this game. I know it's cool to hit on Paul, but he's not wrong to keep her for his game. For absolutely. his game, she kind of likes she kind of likes him, and even though he's been kind of antagonistic to her strategy wise this whole game, he right. just he wants Jessica out more, and and or yeah, so. Um, uh, yeah. Well, he's thinking jury. And if he knew, if only he knew. Jessica has said she thinks he's playing a phenomenal game and she uh, she would get he would get her vote. He doesn't realize that. He thinks he needs to get her out because she's not going to vote for him in jury. That's what he's thinking, Paul. Yeah. Josh, on the other hand, I don't know. Like I guess he has his reasons for wanting Elena out. I guess he's he thinks she's not trustworthy because she go- goes back and forth between Jody and the other group. But I'm still, like, a lot of people in the house do that. That's not an uncommon yeah. thing. Yeah, especially like, in a season like this where there's not really any clear... Other than Jody, there's not right. really a there's not really a clear alliance. And it's not like BBOTT was the last one that had really strong lines between, like... Yeah. There's these Good six and people and these six <laughs> yeah. people. And they literally don't interact unless, like, someone's like, oh, can you pass the ketchup or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't. I'm going back and forth, Josh. Sometimes I'm like, you know, like he's woke. He knows what's going on. And right. then sometimes I'm like, oh, he's a crazy person. Yeah. He's, he's I mean, I really, I like Josh. I mean, some people think he's a bully. I don't mm-hmm. know. I like Josh. What, I like Josh whatever. too. I, I I'm and a Josh little confused. I don't think he's gonna win because he, he's there's not like a clear idea that he knows what he's doing. Like even from his <laughs> DRs, you're like, oh yeah, he's just very emotional. Josh has redeemed himself a lot this week, but for, with Josh, it's like two steps forward, one step back for me, where I was like, okay, cool, he's not going to, he wants to nominate, he really seemed to want to get Elena out, not just nominate her, but get her out, and I was like, cool, he has a mind of his own, he seems to have a plan, I don't know what it is, but good for him for wanting to do his own thing and, like, thinking he can whip up some votes here. That was cool. Then he's now sort of um, retreated from that, and where I, I don't know if he knows what's going on. I it did gain me some respect where Paul really wanted him. This was on the feeds. Paul really wanted him to rattle uh, Jess and Cody with the pots and pans some more, and was like, "You have to do this. This is what you have to do." And Josh stood up into him and was like, "I'm not into that anymore. <laughs> like, I've done that. Haven't I done that enough? Or sort of like, if you want to do that, why don't you go do that, Paul? Why do I have yeah, to be the exactly, one? Exactly. Yeah." And, you know, it's like, it's so clear why Josh has to be the one and why um, Paul is so close to Josh because Paul wants people to hate Josh so that he can bring Josh to final two and win handily against him. Um, so good for him for realizing that. Maybe the producers in the diary room said, listen, Josh, you're great television, but when mm-hmm. you get out of this house, we're going to present you with a receipt from Bed, ben and Be- Bed Bath & Beyond of all the new kitchen <laughs> utensils we had to buy, and we are deducting it from your <laughs> weekly pay. Probably. I know. And it's not like they're, yeah, it's not like they're nice. These ain't, these ain't Williams-Sonoma pots and pans, okay? These ain't <laughs> the ones you put on your wedding registry. <laughs> these are the ones you get fresh fresh out of, on your first apartment out in college, okay? Oh, yeah. So, still. You know, when you're when you're a businessman at Miami, every cent counts. I'm a businessman, baby. <laughs> so we have um, a competition. Unless you want to talk about something else. Patient comp. Uh, let's talk about the comp. But what I have to say, I can say after. Here's um, what I have to say. 
Fuck this okay. comp. I would I would not participate. <laughs> even if I would love it. I hate haunted houses. Hell I no. I don't like this comp. They've done this a few years. I would be like love Jessica. It. I would literally stay put I would just <laughs> no, I would just be like, you know what, I'm gonna time out. There's a maximum amount that no. you will let me play this comp. I will I will stand still and not you know. I love it. I love haunted houses. I love spooky things. I love being scared. Um, I thought it was great. Uh, one thing I want to know is Jay Whistlenut in the diary room said he's 6'5". I didn't realize he was that tall. Oh, and he's it just a big got boy. me thinking. It got me to thinking he probably got a big old dong. Great. You heard it here first. Here first. Uh, by the way, guys, did I tell you I'm two glasses of rosé deep? Um, I just thought I'd bring that up to the audience. <laughs> just something to throw at you guys. I didn't realize he was that tall. That's very tall. He's a full foot taller than Paul. That's tall. We should make this a tradition on Monday episodes <laughs> where one of us is inebriated or hungover to the point of yeah. incoherence. <laughs> well, as I was All both right. last week. I was both hungover and inebriated <laughs> at the same time. Guys, vote on our t- at Hey Julie BB. Do you think Jason has a big old dong or not? And then we'll be putting up a poll. Let us know what drug you'd like us would like me to do next <laughs> yeah. Monday. Um, peyote, acid, hillbilly and then another heroin. yeah. <laughs> Ludes. Speaking of, uh, everyone's except. Jess, I understand it was her strategy to just sort of throw this comp and not perform. But everyone other than Cody, I was like. Hurry the F up. Why are you all walking? Because this? This is a it's time-based comp. scary. Oh, buck up. Come <laughs> on. Oh, the, you know what's scary? Those actors who play the spooky people's lives once they take that makeup off and have to go home to their children who are like, how, how was your day at work today, Dad? And they're like, yeah, it was actually a really great breakthrough for me. Uh, I got to... Uh, put on a scary baby mask and go to I was going to ask you, which ghoul are you? Are you the big corn head guy? Are you the the baby? Are you like the, the black the... mask who's like, hey, no. yeah. Are you the I'm wall? the one against the wall. Yeah, you're the, the wall. You're the face on the wall because you don't want to put on a mask, but you'll rub your face exactly. up against like this lycra. Okay. I'm yeah. Like the upside down pig head thing. No, I'm not the upside down picket. I'm in the wall because I'm like I'm like Pink Floyd. I'm like the wall, baby. Yeah. Like, you just want to play me backwards. Do you know who was great at this competition? Other than Cody. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. Well, Kevin was like, no, was, Kevin's like, I got a fucking baseball bat. I'm going to smash someone's <laughs> head in. And they're like, please Kevin don't. Kevin was offering them notes. These Kevin are, was like the director of community theater. He was like, that's good. That's good. You should keep that. These people are Uber drivers <laughs> and Postmates drivers. <laughs> Yeah, and then exactly. We and then um you know who's cool as a cucumber? My baby Matt. Matt's like <laughs> whatever. Matt, I loved it. It was very it was very Corey from last <laughs> season where where in well where we see the actual narrative of Matt going through the going through the motions, he's not enthused. He's saying nothing. He's slowly going through very calmly and uh, in a bored way. Whereas in the diary room, he's like, oh, my God, I loved it. I love Halloween. It's just like Corey. I love Christmas. No, you don't. You don't have that function. All you love is Kellogg's. Don't try to trick me. So that was the comp. Oh. And everyone like, just yeah. sucks at comps when like literally only one person needs to win other than Cody. 
or Jessica. Right. It's impossible. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Raven, professional ghost hunter. Remember that about her personality? <laughs> I'm doing finger quotes. <laughs> God. Oh, there's... There, there was... Um, oh, never mind. Oh, I thought I had a, a funny Raven thing. I don't. It was about somebody else. Oh, because there's nothing funny about Raven. There's nothing funny about Raven. Do <laughs> you like that? That's my MC from Cabaret. Oh, Joel uh, Gray or Alan Cumming? <laughs> exactly. Alan Cumming. Okay. That was my impression. You guys, if you want to see me in my next show, I'll be performing as the Upside Down Baby in the mm -hmm. Big Brother 19 house. Thank you so much. Oh, Joel Gray or um, Alan Cumming? <laughs> Alan Cumming. Oh, yeah. Alan Cumming. <laughs> Uh, we, yeah, Raven sucks. Can we talk about Raven? Or maybe we should talk about Raven after we get to spoilies. Okay, yeah, good idea. Um, what did you want to talk about before I so really interrupted you? Oh, what I wanted to ago? say, just an overall note that I have, especially this week, is that Elena really sucks. Yeah, I mean, once I said, you know, hashtag Brett was wrong. Brett exposed party. <laughs> we... <laughs> we I, the moment I mentioned her name, the stock fell. But when Plummeted. you but when you are a day trader like me, you win some, you lose some, and hopefully you win. So some, true. You know. So I just I, this was a chance for me to be impressed impressed by Elena. You know, she's on the block as a pawn. She's um, under duress. She needs to choose a side. She needs to make some big moves. She needs to win some comps. She needs to do something, and she has just failed on every front. And her personality is fine. Like, per, like as a person, I think she's fine. But at, in the game, I'm just like, you're worthless. Like, I'd love to see her leave. I think we. I think I would actually be friends with her. I think she would be our friend. Yeah. Because oh yeah, totally. There was this great moment where she's having one of her fights with Josh this episode, and Josh is like, "I swear to God on my father and my mother," and she goes, "Oh my God, I cannot." Like, she's like, <laughs> "Why are we saying this?" Like, everyone right. for. There's a 19-year history of people mm -hmm. in Big Brother being like, I swear to God, on my grandmother's <laughs> grave, she was a Holocaust survivor, <laughs> and my mother died in birth, and my grandmother willed herself to breastfeed me, and I was not even her, her biological son, and I, on her grave... And like, and then when someone's lying, they're like, but you said your grandmother! And it's like, and I like that Elena's like, nope, why? Who? Stop. Don't say that, because <laughs> everyone's lying. And if you're not exactly. lying, you're an idiot. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, of course I would like Elena in real life. I'm just saying in this game, she's akin to Bronte, where I'm just like, you're useless. You're not doing anything. I and I don't want to... <laughs> I just don't want to see you in this house anymore. But this brings me to something else. Something that might be controversial. <laughs> you love Matt. <laughs> no, I still don't like Matt. No, I'm getting very frustrated with my girl. My number one draft pick. Jessica. Jessica, Jessica oh. is acting a messica right now. Oh. <laughs> Jessica <laughs> is a hot messica. And... The reason I'm getting annoyed and frustrated with my dear sweet boo-boo is that she has given up in a way. And that's the one thing I truly can't respect in a Big Brother player. I don't, if people make bad moves, I'm like, LOL. You know? If people blow up, fun, great. 
it's when people give up and just don't even try where I'm like, well, then just leave <laughs> if you don't even want to try. You don't want to campaign because you're on get the phone. You don't want to talk to anyone. Just go. Like, I can't respect it. And that's what's been going on this past week with Jess. And I got to say, baby girl, you need to snap out of it. She's got a wicked social game if she just uses it. That's why it's she should have... That's why she should have gotten rid of Cody last... She, she should have taken... The veto. She, he she should have, have taken the veto from Paul. Home. No, if she said, "I will use oh, the, okay. I will not use the hex if you use the veto on me." Yeah. But I will. If you use the veto on me, I will not use the hex. Cody goes home. She's in the game still. She's in the game this week. She yeah. she could use the hex. She'd make it to jury. Yeah. But it's, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know, but it's like it's making me. A- where now I before of course I was like Jody has to stay at least until jury I need them here now I'm sort of like either Elena or Jess is going I'm fine with that uh, so is there anything else we want to talk about from this episode before we talk about uh, uh, spoilers like what happened on the video and stuff uh, I liked I liked Josh trying to confuse Elena and then say you you're going on the block you want to hug it out <laughs> she's like no. <laughs> He just wanted to get. He just wanted to touch those pillowy that pillowy bosom one more time before sending oh, her out the door. Those luscious lips, <laughs> exactly. That, Hot lips. Those lips that were gifted to her a year ago. <laughs> yeah. The Big They're Brother Reddit is away. all over. Is all over. Yeah. Did she get those lips in Tijuana? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but hey, good for her, Elena. I'd be your friend once you're out of that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, that's all I have to say about the episode. All right. Thanks. Uh, that that was a it was a quick quick one. We'll talk about what happened on, on live feeds if you're caught up or if you want to get caught up. Uh, we'll have another episode for you on Friday. And uh, all right, all go. Right. Uh, okay. So the veto happens. Mark yeah. wins. It was Otev, but there's some drama. Mm-hmm. As you down some more <laughs> the third <laughs> glass of rosé. No, it's the same one. Christmas, like a Dostoevsky novel, Christmas still has mm. the gun from the first act of her ring of yes. replacement. And Chekhov. she's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> Guys, you can Russian see me performing thing. in BB-19 House. Okay, go ahead. Oh, speaking of Russia and theater... I don't know if I yeah. said this. Natasha Pierre in the Great Comet of 1812. It's closing soon. It was very good. I really you liked loved it. it. I loved you it. loved it. All right. Yep. Mandy Patinkin. And mm. uh, so she's like, maybe I should use it this week to, so like, but to take, I don't know, I forgot who she, should take, so she could play and potentially beat Jessica. So Jessica would stay on the block. She really wants no. Jessica to go home this week. Oh, no. I think the plan was, here's what the plan was. Okay, first the plan, and this is why I was saying, guys, earlier that I think Christmas is either on drugs or confused or just, like, doesn't, I don't know what's going on with her. But she and Josh were convinced. They were like, we want Elena out. This is your HOH, Josh, and this is what we want. We can make Jess and Cody into, like, weapons, or we can work with them, or at least whatever, figure out something else. We want Elena out, and it's for sure, and we can't be convinced, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's what they decided. All right. Then they go up to the HOH room to tell Paul that this is our decision, and temp- and Christmas has that temptation. She's not using it. Paul was asleep. They wake up Paul and tell him. Within 10 minutes, 
of Paul in a half-dose state of reasoning. Paul has convinced them, not, Paul has not only convinced Christmas, no, you're going to use that temptation, and he's convinced them, actually, we should target Jessica. That's how stupid these people are and how good Paul is at this game. He was half asleep. He was like, um, um, like half garbled in his, in his logic, and they were still like, oh, wow, you're right. So she uses the temptation, and then they get to the veto, and they're like, you can't play in it. Yes. <laughs> so that was a complete waste. It was the Otev thing. No, it wasn't a, wa- it wasn't a waste, though, because she, what she did is she replaced Cody. So Cody could have played in one and taken Jess off the oh, block. That's okay. why it was such a thing. Is that, And that's why it was sort of like it, weird for her to even use it, because... It, it's not bad for her game. She could have saved that for exactly. If, she could have saved it for when she needed it, when she was in fear fear of getting back George or whatever. Yeah, Instead, yeah. she did it to help, essentially help Paul. Yeah, it's really a backdoor. It's like a back. It's like a get out of backdoor attempt. Like you can play yeah. in a veto in a week that you think you're about to be back to. So it was a complete waste. Mark wins anyways, and. There is some drama over whether or not he's actually going to take himself down, and people are going to try and con- are trying to convince him. And people get so f- people get so personally offended at some stupid stuff. Like, I can't yeah. believe Mark's going to take himself down. Doesn't he realize how stupid that is for his game? It's like, no, it's not. It's not stupid <laughs> for a second. Even though no. he, even though out of the three nominees, he would have gotten zero votes. Even still, still. take yourself off. Take yourself. So off. he takes himself yeah. off, and the replacement nominee is. Your girl <laughs> from My Dirty girl. Down South, Boogie Down Arkansas, yes. Raven, yes. Woof Woof, the Ghostbuster. <laughs> the Dog Eat Doggy. Um, yeah, good. I'd lo- I'm happy to see her up there. Get her ass on the. Get her and Matt both up there. I did love, I saw this on um, Twitter, I, so I didn't see it for myself, that apparently Josh told Matt and Raven, gonna be one of you, you two decide which one goes up. And so Matt and Raven are having a conversation, and Matt's like, uh, maybe it should be you, just because, like, I'll do it later when it's uh, more important. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's so... I'm sure you love that. I did. I'm sure you loved that. He's like, all right, who wants, to, Raven, who wants to take, do, uh, would, uh, would some one of you like to take a bullet for your significant other? Um, no? <laughs> Raven will. Raven will do it right for me. She'll do it for me first, and then I'll do oh it later. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> great. And Raven's like, oh, yeah, totally. Um, so she's going to go up. Uh, or ha- yeah, because they haven't done. No, they had done they, the video. Yeah, it's, it was Monday. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they did that a few hours ago. And, um, you know, so I, and so as we speak, fortunately, Raven is still staying. But it, it's, it's going to be Elena or Jessica. And I'm really not sure over which. Like, I think Christmas and Elena or I'm sorry, Christmas and Jessica are friends again. And now Cody's right. working with Kevin. A, a, like Cody is kind of going to be working with Kevin a bit, and and Jessica. So I'm like, I'm really not sure what happened at all. But <laughs> Raven, here's the problem. Remember last year when <laughs> yeah. was it Nat? Yeah, remember when Natalie last year was like, Paulie tried to make out with me, and yeah. he she wasn't lying. That's what right. Raven's been saying about Cody today. Can I just and say like, footage not found situation? <laughs> to quote Alicia Silverstone, as 
if, <laughs> as if, Cody, look, I can see maybe on a first night, on a first night after they all had their one glass of champagne, Cody approaching Raven and saying, oh, so you're from, where's Ar- she from? Ar- Arkansas. Arkansas. And her being like, yeah, I love it. I'm like down south sassy. And him being like, interesting. And in her mind, thinking, oh my God, he loves me. That's what happened. It was probably an innocent, co- like, give me a break, Raven. Also, Although, Raven. Again, guys. What? Guys. Guys. Then again, let me just counter myself, my own, my own thoughts, by saying, Raven hooked up, is ho- currently hooking up with the hottest guy in the house. So maybe she's got some special thing in person <laughs> that we just can't tell. I <laughs> said, possible. I said last week that Raven, we, I know for a fact, Raven is a, she's, she's not the ghost hunter. She's the demon under the sack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's like Sigourney she's... Weaver in Ghostbusters <laughs> after being possessed. She's, are you the key master? Because I'm the gatekeeper, oh baby. God. Oh my God. References. You know it. <laughs> you know it. I, listen, if there's one thing Cody right. hates. Yeah. It's, what kind of, it's victim noises. Yes. Raven is a walking victim noise. She is just <laughs> yes. the waveform of a victim noise. She is going to take, yeah. Spoiler for Thursday night, during her live speech, uh, she's going to talk about, she's going to raise awareness for her disease and say that she's dying on national television. Oh, my God. <laughs> I I just, we get, we got a season full of pretty lit speeches, including Cody not wanting to make one <laughs> and just, just saying world peace. Uh, I don't know if I can handle this sudden downgrade. I don't know if I can handle it. But I will say, I want to say something positive about Raven, and now that I think about it, I'm like, she's got to have some sort of magic, magical sexual pull in real life, where she's, yeah. where she's, I bet Cody maybe did think she was cute. You know what? Good for her. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying she's not cute, I'm just saying that the moment you start talking to her, you're no, like, oh, but this is like a crazy she, person. I, she can, she, we all know that even if you're cute, you can be pure evil. Annabelle creation. Oh, in theaters, yeah, <laughs> get it. Laura Linney, y'all. <laughs> Laura Linney, y'all. Um, Kate, deal with it, Kate Blanchett. Um, that's a great reference to the 2013 Golden Globes. Um, okay, if, so if Australia has Kate Blanchett and yeah. America has Laura Linney, yeah. who is Canada's great m- middle middle like middle age actress? It's none other than. Wendy Crewson. And you might think you don't know who Wendy Crewson is. <laughs> you might think you don't know who she is. Let me name you a movie, The Santa Claus. Let me name you another movie, Air Force One. Oh, Wendy Crewson. What's up, girl? I know who you she's are. She's a phenomenal talent. She's always playing someone's wife, <laughs> but she's great. P- Google says people also searched for Judge Reinhold. Yeah, because in the Santa Claus together. No, that's Tim Allen. He plays the psychologist that she remarried. Oh, I don't remember. I haven't seen it. Wendy Crewson. Yeah. (laughs) Learn something new. All right, guys. So, yeah, I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. And this is one thing. This is my theory about this season, okay? Here's the problem. Yeah. So, 
we all know Paul is running the show. Everyone looks up to Paul. Everyone thinks that what he's doing is correct because he's the vet. Everyone wants to play like him, okay? Mm-hmm. So they're mimicking him not only the way Polly last season mimicked him by getting his hair cut and everyone started saying friendship, but they're mimicking his style of language and communication, which is speaking in circles constantly where no one knows what you're talking about and by the end you're so confused that you're just like, okay, I agree with you, shut up. That's what everyone in this house has started to do. Alex was doing it with Mark. Josh is trying to do it with Elena. Elena just does it naturally. And it's making for a very confusing season <laughs> where I don't know what's going on. Yeah, uh, I think I'm, I'm excited for Thursday to come around. Like, I'm, I'm excited in general yeah. for, like, a Josh HOH. But yeah. like Josh being be, – like, doing what you said. Like, Josh is doing that those loops of craziness with, like, everybody and the audience. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 needed some, I needed some clarity. I need the clarity of, yeah. like, uh, you know – it's got to be driving Christmas, the producers a nuts. Christmas head of household or something like that. She she doesn't like Jessica yeah, and Cody. Yeah. She wants to get him out or she wants to make a big move. I'm not. This is just a weird week. Yeah. And I I don't know how the producers are stringing together any plot lines of anything. They have to be so frustrated because no one knows what's going on. Yeah. It's crazy. In the week with the the most fire brandy of, of HOHs, it's like kind of a weird week. Yeah. And it's like not really clear what the hell's going on. So we'll see what's yeah. going on. I think in the in the next few weeks we can look for Paul to be nominated at, in the next two weeks. I think. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. That's a guarantee. Lock it up. Yeah. Brett said it. Yeah. I'm also excited for new targets. Another reason I'm okay with Jody going home is I'm excited. I'm excited for new targets to go up on the block and show they're crazy, like the way Elena has been being on the block. She's been bad on the block. She's very has a lot of. Fear. She gets herself into trouble, and I want to see more people go through that. I want to see more people have that block paranoia. Um, okay, should we get to some questions? Oh, sure. Okay, this is from at Slither Ryan. What is more believable, Cody pursuing Raven and she turning him down, or the possibility of the house slipping on Raven? Without a doubt, this house is getting sick and tired of Raven. I'm loving every second of it. We've gotten some real <laughs> shit talking lately. Like, everyone's on to her accent being fake. That's the one thing that everyone hates. I'm wondering when in the house people are going to start calling bullshit on all elements and sicknesses. Well, the, Paul, that was like a week or two ago. Paul said that to her. I think he was like but kind of said said it jovially. A, I think it was a joke. But it yeah. wasn't. It's like when that happens when like you say something to yeah. someone and you say it in such a tone that they think it's a joke, but you're really saying it. There's a great. I guess on BB Tombs has or something that of something like that. Paul's just like Raven, shut up about your fake fucking disease. It was great. Right. I can't wait. I want them all to. That's one thing I'm like loving about this season is there's no Natalie of last season. Maybe I've said this before, but like there's no who's a better person Olympics. There's no like I'm a good person. I'm great. I do. I volunteer. I do this charity. This is how I'm a good person, guys. Like, who cares? Yeah, there's only one person doing it. It's Raven, and it's clear that she's the worst person. Well, she's not a bad person. She's just just has no self awareness at all. Yeah, exactly. I think so. Hope. Yeah, coming. I would love for it to come this week. Oh my God, can you imagine? Yeah, answer to answer that question. I think. There is a chance that people will put all gameplay aside to get rid of this person. And I'm then also, sure. 
And also, to get rid of the, this is what my my pitch would be if like if I hated Raven, which I probably yeah. would. I would like want to put my own convenience ahead of gameplay. I would say, listen, yes. we are in a group of ten adults. This person's awful, and she's annoying. And if we vote her out now, none of us will have to see her until finale night on September whatever. <laughs> but if we let her stay one more week. We're all going to be stuck with her in that house. Yep. Even Matt would be, be like, feeding us. you know what, maybe I can hook up with a PA or something like yeah. that. She's going to be feeding us that disgusting, She every time I turn on the feed, I feel like she's cutting raw chicken, and it, I'm like not convinced that she's cooking it all the way through, and I just, I don't like it. I don't like the way she's cutting that chicken. Cut that chicken. Uh, <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> of fun references tonight yeah um, hey how much more can we take of rave oh this is from at coco Zet. how much more can we take of raven's lies and poison tales it's getting worse by the day we got a lot of raven hate on the twitter this week and i love it hey julie fans hate it. raven <laughs> hey raven raven well how shitty your personality is um we 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 need it soon I mean, here's the thing. If we're feeling it and if everyone on Twitter is feeling it, if everyone listening is, then the house is feeling it tenfold, it's going to happen soon. Well, I don't know if it's going to happen because it's so, it's so innocuous in person. Like, there's not going to be a single thing that puts, sets it, like, because then you're going to look like a dick if you're the one who, like, says it. But I think it might be a bit of, like, a, a, a Christine situation where, like, everyone... People didn't like her because she wasn't like, right. conventionally attractive and she was flirting with Cody the whole time and was married. And she got booed. Yeah. I know. I think that's a I, little I think I Raven... Don't need, I don't need to see anyone booed. I, lo- I wish... That's where we differ. I wish people... <laughs> because it's... it's they're Clearly the studio audience is on lockdown and they're supposed to clear right. the cheer. I wish it was like a wrestling crowd and they can boo and do whatever. <laughs> When people come out of that no, house. I, I don't. Moment. I don't need that. Here's the thing. I know that these house guests, they're in for a, a tsunami of disgusting comments on the internet when they get home. Not us. So I'm like, I, no, not from us. But I don't. So I don't need them to feel that head on right when they get out of the house too. I'm sort of like, you were. You did your job by being part of the show, entertaining us in whatever way. Uh, so let's say our thanks for that. And then when you get home, that and check your Twitter, which you're going to do immediately. That's when you can see why we hated you on day 52. You know, that's where we differ. Um, we have a question from at Katie M. Parker. What do you think it's going to take for everyone to turn on Paul? Christmas and Josh, Josh are theoretically on to him. Who or what will make it happen? Right now, you know who I'm thinking? It's got to be Kevin. I was going to say, say, say the same thing, and I think Kevin even said today on the feeds, like, there's, he, 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 he spoke of it as a dictatorship today on the feeds. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I, like, I think we right now have Christmas, Josh, Cody, Jessica, Kevin would vote Paul out right now. Yeah. Uh, I, it's just about make putting him on the block. Who wants to make yeah. that move? Because and surprising now that well, I guess this is the first week where everyone will be in jury. So like next week, 
as of next week, it's a great thing to add to your resume and for for jury. You yeah. know, to tell people at the end. It's like I'm the one who got Paul out. So really they should all start thinking about it. Maybe I think are. it's gonna come soon. I mean, I think he's got Alex is kind of on his side and um I, I, can't I believe wait in Josh too. I, I mean, to get out. what? I can't wait for someone to take Alex out. That conversation was Mar- with Mark just was so annoying. I, she made me feel bad for Mark, and I think Mark is a little old biatch, but she really made me feel bad for him. I want and Mark to get out. I think that. he's such a he's such a boring. He's well, I kind of like so him because he's like he's like so sad all the time. He's like he's really interesting. He's like a Morrissey <laughs> song. Yeah, he is. Um, we have a comment from at Sean at Chief John, and it could not stand Joshua, and now he's saving this season, defying Paul. Iconic. Him and Christmas better stay woke. I mean, Christmas needs to needs to make sure her meds are always the right dosage for her to stay woke. I don't know what <laughs> it's going to take for Josh to stay woke, but I agree. We got a question from Hey Reese B. Did you hear Cody, Jason, and Jessica talking about Audrey from BB17? I didn't. I, I haven't actually seen or heard this, but I saw this was a little like controversial online. But I didn't actually see it or hear it for myself, so I don't know. What long to say. story it's, short, I'm assuming it was terrible. Long story short, the two conservative fellows from the South <laughs> have offensive views on transgendered folks. So of course they do. Uh, yeah, like nothing, nothing to see. Cody said some transphobic stuff earlier this season. Um, uh, yeah, Jason hasn't really, uh, but like I'm not entirely surprised. He's a rodeo clown from Iowa, you know. Uh, obviously, That's the- I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't like Cody for that reason. And you know, I kind of liked Jason, and I'm not like, I don't know. I I um. Yeah, it's like don't say bad, horrible things about people. But like, this is Big Brother. I this think, is what happens. So that's yeah, just what, of course. That's just I what think is going on this week. And Audrey actually wrote a really good thing that she posted on Facebook or Twitter or whatever that she was like, "Don't harass these people online. Educate them." Oh, don't harass Cody and Jason. Yeah, she was like, "Don't harass them. Educate them. Like, don't be mean to them because if they're then they're just gonna like double down on their thoughts." She's like. I'm an adult woman. Right. Like, I can handle that, people saying things about the like, transgender. Like, I'm cool. But, like, let's help these guys. So, you know, Audrey, Audrey's, like, not very good at right. BB, but she's she's woke. Yeah, for sure. That was the thing. That was the point I was going to make or try to make. Having not seen this and assuming the worst, what I will say is the point of Big Brother... I believe started out, or maybe I'm thinking the real world, but it's taking different people from all different walks of life with all different experiences and all different views, putting them in the house together, mixing the pot and see what comes out of it. See if people can grow, people can learn, people can um, be enriched from meeting people who they would never meet otherwise and also try to win $500,000. Seeing what happens when it gets real, if you will. (laughs) Yeah, when people stop being polite. But what I'll say is, I I agree, but I think I haven't read what Audrey said. I agree what she has to say in terms of sometimes it really is just people are ignorant because they don't know. They've maybe never knowingly met someone who's transgender. They and they just don't know, and they're just speaking from con- 
from not knowing. And it's, it's relatively new to a lot of people in uh, not New York City or L.A. or big, you know, it's, it's still a new concept for them. So they might need to get used to it. There's a difference between that. That, though, and what I am guessing the place Cody is coming from, which is, I don't know about this, and I don't care to know about this. I don't want no, to know. No, I think Cody's... I my opinions, and it's set. Cody's thing is like, well, clearly they're mentally ill people, and that's just not... Right, well, but that's what I mean. That's, a, that's like an opinion that is set in stone, whereas I feel, again, I haven't seen this, I think Jason probably, if he met Audrey... If he met her and yeah, he was on a conversation was on. with her, yeah, then I'm sure that would awaken awaken him up a little bit. Yeah, it's I mean, a different it's a different type of person, you know. Yeah, so I don't, you know, what whatever. Like, obviously, I'm not condoning it, but like, I don't want to like dive dive deep into like every time someone says something problematic. I've said my piece about Cody and I, I've I've gotten political on the show. Like we know how I feel about Oh it. yeah. We, trust Listen, me. Listen guys. It's it's reprehensible. We, I don't need to talk about we it. We both Yeah, we both know, we know, but guess what? Cody's still in the game, makes a great villain. <laughs> I'm still rooting for him to take Temple. Um uh, another another question we have is from Michael Robbins. How about this one? Who is your least favorite house guest of all time? Oh, wow. Wow. Great question. Great question. Jesus. And I, really difficult. I, it, Victoria. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, yeah. She is so bad. She, she w- was, she had no self-awareness as to how incredibly unintelligent she is uh and like how she has zero life experiences at all and to make matters worse when she got in the dr she was clearly just like reading doing reads of lines that the producers (laughs) gave her like Sarah told me this and like i'm you know i'm like ready to go you know like she she only spoke in like clearly written puns like based on what right. the competition because she never she never had DRs unless it, like she was in a competition. Well, she was in DRs a lot. I sorry, she was in DRs a lot because she was always on the block. She was nominated like 10 times. And it's just like she was just such a waste and it yeah. was interesting how Derek brought her in to become kind of actually like a bit of a main character towards the end of that season. But she is such a waste. She's just like she's not smart. She's not like not even like she doesn't even have any charisma on the DR. She was just like a total blank slate who just read whatever the producers gave her. Get her out of here. Yeah, I'm gonna say, um, I'm pretty sure her name was Ashley. Jan, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Janelle's partner in Big Brother Six. Who was oh, the first BB Six? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I don't remember. I'm just, I, and I'm saying her because I, I feel the same way. I didn't, I don't personally hate Victoria as much, or I, I want to pick someone different from you, frankly. So, I'm just saying someone who I think is, um, who I thought was useless and didn't do anything, and especially to be partnered with someone who was such a powerhouse and Big Brother superstar. Like you last one week, what was that about? Um, I think her name was Ashley. Yeah, her name is Ashley. Okay. Um. Because 
I could say in more recent times, like last season, Zakia really pissed me off just in how how she did nothing. That was annoying. Um, it's the, those are the ones who. That's why I'm starting to not love Jess. Is like the ones who sort of don't do anything and give up, and it's not a floater thing, which I can respect. I can respect if that's your strategy. But it's the ones who are sort of like just lame, do nothings. So I'll say her. That's a hard question, and I'll try to think of more, actually. But thank you for your question. Um, and then we have a comment from at Patrick M. Dunn. Not a question, but channeling my inner Kevin during the haunted house comp. Hey, you guys are doing a really great job. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm touched. I hear that in Kevin's voice, and it really warms my heart. And it's not just a rosé. Great. Thank you. <laughs> And I feel like we should end it on that. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can hit us up on Twitter at HeyJulieBB. Email us, HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. Um, yeah, we'll be back on Friday with a recap of what happened on Wednesday and Thursday night. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's lit. I'm so excited. I'm loving the meatball. I'm loving the meatball in power, even though I just complained about how confusing he is. <laughs> I, I like seeing him sort of man up a little bit <laughs> and, you know, take the game seriously. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been fun, everybody. You know, stay safe out there. Nobody do anything I wouldn't do. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. All right. (laughs) It's late. I've got the rosé now. Yeah. All right. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.